You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a retrograde and we have a sign change. The sun is going into Gemini, so we are going to be fully in Gemini season and have a bunch of planets in Gemini for a little bit. So that should bring some extra curiosity to the air. And we have our second outer planet going into retrograde. We have Saturn going retrograde. And so this is starting to kick off the retrograde cycles. We already have Pluto in retrograde. Saturn's going retrograde this week. Mercury, which is a personal planet, will be going retrograde the following, well, next week. And then it'll follow along the lines of Jupiter, Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus. So we're hitting retrograde season and we're fully in it at this point. So get ready to revisit some things and revisit some Aquarian themes, Saturn and Aquarius themes. And just looking at these vibes on the graph, we definitely have a mixed bag week. We have a mixed bag bunch of aspects this week. So we have a bunch of things that are going on in terms of just motivation, in terms of just feeling like you can move mountains, in terms of feeling like you have your drive back at this point. Even with some of the retrograde stuff going on, you're going to feel extra motivated as you get through the beginning of the week. So hopefully you guys can use this to your advantage and to get things done that you probably didn't have the energy to deal with maybe a few weeks ago because a lot of that's going to be coming up through this week. And the middle of the week is mixed baggy. The middle of the week, there's some emotional sensitivity. There is pullback energy. There is solitude energy that's coming up here. And when those things come up and with the emotional sensitivity, it It's just a triggery day. Um, The 19th, then the 20th have a trigger point with them on those days. And there are definitely some things going on that can cause that. So you may feel extra edgy compared to the way you normally feel. There's also romantic energy in the air. There's flirty vibes in the air. This is why I say it's mixed bag. It's just so, it's weird because there also is motivation in that as well too with that solitude energy, with that emotional sensitivity, with that romantic energy. So you are going to be feeling a little bit off or maybe just off kilter or mood throughout that day. Plus, there's definitely some social stuff that goes on too. So it's a little bit contradictory, but that's what's going on the 19th and the 20th. The 21st through the 23rd, that's where things get a little weird because you've got a bunch of psychic energy and then you've got this weird fog and haze of confusion and just not being able to make sense of things, um, coming off wrong, not understanding others, misinterpreting things. And that's because Mercury and Neptune are in this square with one another and they're going to be in the square for a bit because Mercury is slowing down. And so Mercury is coming to an approach to a square with Neptune. So we're going to be dealing with some stuff where just things don't make sense. So it's going to be an interesting week. Let's look at the next bunch of days to see what we can expect. On the 17th, we have an interesting day. We have the sun making a semi-square with Chiron and we have the sun on a trine with Pluto. So the Chiron situation is going to bring up some confidence issues. It is going to bring up the areas where you may feel deflated in terms of just your worth and how you feel others are viewing you. This is the kind of transit that could just make you feel left out. And left out could be anything from just your social media. Maybe people aren't paying attention as much or maybe feeling like you're always picked to last for a lot of things or you're the forgotten one in your friends group or your family group. And, you know, when these things come up, they're coming up as a way for you to fix these things. And again, when serious things like this come up, they're not 
quick fixes just because the transit comes up, but it is calling to your attention that it's time to start working on these things and slowly working on these things so you can start moving forward in those areas and really so you can build up healthy self-esteem. And with Pluto making this trine to the sun, it's not a hard aspect. It's, it's one of those situations with Pluto and the sun where it is deeply transformative. So with it coming up with this Chiron stuff, this is definitely going to be a call to action to start making the transformation that you need in order to feel good about yourself, in order to heal certain things that have happened to you in the past, because this does drudge up stuff from the past, but not in a way that Pluto can in an awkward way or a way that's just traumatic but in a way where you're remembering the things that you definitely need to work on. One of the good things about this, I'm hoping that it mitigates that Chiron stuff because it does give you a nice boost just when you're thinking that things aren't going in your favor, just when you're thinking you've been forgotten, just when you're thinking that no one's paying attention or you're not getting the kudos that you deserve. This is the type of transit where you get recognized and you make a good impression on people who actually may be able to help you, people who have clout, people who are in an authority position. And this could be your job, this could be supervisors, this could be, you know, upper management. So this is helpful in that way and this is the kind of transit where just when you're feeling down something comes in, swoops down and saves you and helps restore your confidence. So I'm really hoping that this it connects very well with the Chiron stuff. So if you are having those sorts of feelings you're able to just recover quickly and start working through whatever you need to work through. Then on the 18th, we've got a bunch of stuff going on. We've got a ton of Venus aspects and we've got a Mars-Jupiter situation. And I say a Mars-Jupiter situation because this is one of those Mars-Jupiter things that can be uncomfortable, but let's get to the Venus stuff. Venus is making a sextile with Chiron. Venus is making a semi-sextile with Uranus and Venus is making a sesquiquadrate with Pluto. So all these aspects combined, you can have a situation where you are trying to heal relationship issues. Your relationship issues could be the romantic relationships. And a lot of times with Venus, we deal with our romantic relationships, but also your relationship to money, your relationship to career and image and things like that. Just overall, self-esteem is coming up at the beginning of the week as a situation that needs to be transformed. And so you're gonna get oodles of Venus related stuff because of this. With the Chiron stuff with Venus, it is really about healing the relationship with yourself and with others. With Uranus, it's about an overhaul, a much needed overhaul in your love life and within your finances where things that have been in a rut or things that are just not working and you're still sticking to the same story and same commitments that are no longer working for you, this is going to force your hand to make the changes that you need to. And then with Pluto, with Venus, this is gonna be situations where you're working on control issues within your relationship, whether that's dealing with dominant types or you're trying to control the narrative within your relationship. And now this is time for you to fix that and start moving forward to something that's healthy and transform the way you look at love, transform the way you look at money. So there's a deep sense of healing and transformation in the beginning of the week with all these aspects. And then on top of that, we have Mars making the sesquiquadrate to Jupiter. So this is a transit that can be fun and it can be adventurous. It's one of those types of transits. If you're looking for a good time, you won't have a hard time finding it. It is one of those transits where, I mean, you feel overly ambitious, you feel overly lucky. And sometimes with Jupiter and Mars, when they get together in a hard aspect, that over luck can actually blow up in your face because you're taking risks that you normally wouldn't take and you're taking risks that are really more so out of, 
more so out of feeling entitled or feeling like you're owed something. So this can kind of blow up in a person's face when that comes down to it. Use it to take some risk, but just make sure it's not so risky and just make sure it's not something where you feel like you're owed something because that can come up with this. It can be a cocky energy. It can be, you know, you get the success off the backs of others. You get success off of entitlement or trying to ride your coattails for whatever reason. And so this is the uncomfortable thing about this aspect. I mean, it's great for, again, going and doing something fun, doing something out of the realm, doing something that's outside of your norm. So at least it's good for pushing you in a direction that gets you doing something you normally wouldn't do. Just make sure it's not too outlandish because this is what this aspect brings. And also too, when you're dealing with people, just be aware of the fact that there are some people that may over-exaggerate certain things and they may over-exaggerate details of a situation. Generally, we're dealing with that, you know, you have Mercury involved with Jupiter, but with this aspect in particular, you could be dealing with people who are just bold-faced lying to you and exaggerating about something and inflating the importance of something. So you just want to be careful when it comes down to this one. This is definitely the get into a bar fight sort of transit because I mean, and hey, people are still going to bars right now or starting to go to bars. So that can happen at this point. So just something to be aware with this, use it to push you in the right direction and not in a fist fight. On the 20th, the sun goes into Gemini. Happy Gemini season and happy birthday to all you Geminis out there. It's Gemini season. So now we are deeply immersed in Gemini vibes. We've got the sun, we've got the north node, we've got Venus, and we've got Mercury in Gemini. So we've got big Gemini energy, all of it opposing the south node in Sagittarius and Juno also, because Juno's involved in this. Juno has been coming up a lot more so in my like podcasts, my videos, because Juno's pretty important and it just is affecting things within relationships. So here and there, I might mention Juno more so than I normally do. And for the record, all the asteroids are important, but I've just been noticing a lot of stuff going on with Juno and riling things up. And so, yeah, Juno has been talked about more in my podcasts. But anyway, we are in Gemini season and it may have felt like Gemini season for a while considering we had Mars in Gemini and we've had the other two personal planets in Gemini, but now we are fully in it. We will have a solar eclipse in Gemini pretty soon as well here. So we really have a lot of Gemini focus right now within our cosmic weather at this time. So with the sun being here, this is just going to amplify the Gemini themes. It's going to amplify the social butterfly in you. It's going to amplify communication as a whole. I mean, I'm sure communication for a lot of people has been just off the Richter scale. And with this, it definitely is going to amp that up. And again, it's been kind of like this since Mars was in Gemini. So we've got more chatty energy and communication and connecting with other people, connecting the dots within your own environment, your local environment. And everyone's local environment has been super important, especially over the last year with everything that happened in 2020. But with the North Node being in Gemini, that really is one of our focuses as well, is connecting with your local environment and community and neighbors, plus our relationships with our immediate family. You know, you deal with siblings with Gemini energy and a lot of that stuff is going to be coming up with sibling relationships and even also other immediate members of your family, like aunts, uncles, cousins, and people like that. So connecting with family in a Gemini mercurial way is going to be super important at this time. There's also a vibe of youthfulness when you're dealing with Gemini energy. So you might have found yourself and might continue to find yourself connecting with a side of you that connects with your youth, basically connects with your inner teenager. 
I noticed since the North Node has been in Gemini, a lot of people have gone back to things that they used to do when they were in their teens. So that could have been anything to do with old games you used to play, gaming in general, just old hobbies that you used to have that you've forgotten about or you just had to let go of because you know you're adulting in your life. So this may have you more connected with that side of yourself. Which hey, it's always nice to revisit those things and those are feel good feelings for a lot of people. Even like going back to old music you listened to when you were younger. Like a lot of people have been doing that too. There's just been a revisit of things. So you could be finding yourself enjoying all those things in this energy. But the cool thing about Gemini energy is it's not taking itself so seriously. And so you could see that the vibe has just been like that with a lot of people. I mean, of course, there's always those people that take themselves seriously and inflate their importance. But this is one of those aspects. This is one of those transits. And with the Gemini stellium and the North Node in Gemini, where, you know, you're finding more people just being more easy and letting things roll off their back and not sweating the small shit. This is why Gemini energy is an easy breezy energy to deal with and a lot of people enjoy this time in terms of just letting loose, letting your hair down, having fun and just not overcomplicating things. Of course, it does have a shadow side stuff because with this, there could be a low tolerance for dumb people, a low tolerance for people who just don't look at the details, don't look at the facts when it comes down to things, which that in itself is frustrating. You know, I mean, and I probably am speaking from Gemini energy with Gemini rising and Venus and Gemini, but you know, a lot of the times people don't check their facts and it's important to check your facts because you don't want to look like an idiot, especially with Gemini energy and the internet. You could post something and look like a complete moron and you really don't don't want to do that with this and this energy it does have a low tolerance for it where I will say it can be a bit nitpicky it can be somewhat attackish when someone isn't really looking at the details and not even you know being mean but you know this could be the energy where you end up writing someone off because they're not checking their facts or they're not coming off intelligent so there is a bit of intellectual arrogance that does come with Gemini you know it's sometimes it's to a lesser degree sometimes it could be inflated it depends this can also be a flaky energy as well so you could have been dealing with that and you can be dealing with that currently with this energy especially because we're going to be in it for some time but this is definitely the type of energy that is not always consistent when it comes down to communication so you could be dealing with that you could be dealing with flaky people in dating too with this energy so it is definitely an interesting energy it can be scattered at times and it can be one of those situations where it's, it's it wears many hats and so sometimes when you multitask like that you're not gonna be good at being consistent and keeping up with others because you could barely keep up with yourself i mean you can't always be the butcher baker and candlestick maker and this is the type of aspect and this is the type of transit with within Gemini energy where you get a lot of that. And so sometimes certain things fall to the wayside and people aren't able to keep up with, uh, with their relationships because of it. So yeah, we've got Gemini energy for quite some time, which I continue to keep saying like a broken record, but we've got Gemini energy for quite some time. So this is going to be going on for a bit and let's just try and take all the positive traits of Gemini and use them to our advantage. On that same day, Venus is making a trine with Saturn. So we've got a good Venus aspect going on here. This is one of those aspects where you get commitment and you get the commitment you want, even with Venus being in Gemini and Saturn being in Aquarius, you still get that committal energy within your relationships. If you've been dating someone for a while, this could be a time where things get confirmed within your relationship or you get the label that you've been hoping for with that person. 
Or you just meet someone and you magically hit it off and it just gets solid quickly. And because sometimes that happens. Sometimes people meet someone and immediately know that that's someone that they want to be with. And so you could be having situations like that with this kind of energy. If you're in a committed relationship, this could be something where you guys are getting closer with one another or just reaffirming your commitment with one another. And this could bring in stability when it comes down to finances. This could be confirmation of a job that you apply for, that you finally get, get the offer for this job. Or it can be somewhere where you might have been waiting on something when it comes down to your finances. A lot of people have been doing that, you know, when it comes down to money, um, you know, with all the stuff that's gone on and everything. A lot of people have been waiting for business stimuluses or grants and things like that. So you never know. You might get some confirmation when it comes down to that or something that's owed to you comes back to you because you help someone out and with that. Saturn, you deal with karma and with Venus, it's a benefic. So you get the benefits and you reap the rewards. And so when you put those two together, you kind of reap the rewards for doing the right thing. So something can come back your way and help you. So this is a lovely transit. Let's soak this one up. On the 21st, the sun is making a square with Jupiter. So if you couldn't get enough wafting smells of arrogance, then you're not in luck because this is the transit where you definitely get more of that. Like I am all for confidence and boosting your confidence. And this here is going to pump your confidence up. It's going to pump up the confidence of others. And that's great because we can all use that, especially because, I mean, you know, we've had a lot of deflating aspects and there are things that happen in life that deflate your confidence, deflate your ego. But this is one of those things that pumps up your ego. And I always say, if you're not a healthy person and some of these transits come along, it can pump up your ego to a degree that is just bullshit. And this is one of those things where it can bring that out in people where they end up running their mouths because they are overly confident and cocky and they just think that they know everything because you deal with know-it-alls and you deal with people who just think that they're the best and they're drinking their own Kool-Aid. So this is where this transit gets uncomfortable. And you know, if you need this for a confidence boost, please use this in the most healthiest way possible because this is definitely going to help in terms of that. You know, you are gonna feel more apt to take risk. You are gonna feel as though you're lucky and you're gonna try to reap the benefits for that. You're gonna definitely be more far-reaching than normal because your ego is pumped with this aspect. Just be aware that, you know, sometimes things don't go as planned with this one and there's no balance with it. So you just want to be aware that if you're making a risk that may end up being costly to you on a financial level or relationships that you have in your life, platonic, business, personal stuff, things like that. Because with this transit that does come up a lot. So it is something to be aware of. Other than that, it is a fun transit. Cause again, you get Jupiter with certain planets like the sun or Mars, it can be a good time, it's a fun time. But when they go into hard aspects, you deal with high levels of doucheness, especially with the sun and Mars with Jupiter in a hard aspect. It gets real douchey. So mostly this can end up being an annoyance and hopefully not for you guys. And hopefully you're able to capitalize this and take some risks that pay off for you rather than the ones that are just so far reaching that they don't end up the way you hope they would. Then on the 23rd, we have Mercury making a square with Neptune and Saturn is going retrograde. So this is where some of the confusion pops up. This is where some of the fog pops up. This is where some of the psychic energy pops up. And this is where this day can be somewhat uncomfortable. With Mercury making that square to Neptune, you just want to be aware of the steps that you are taking. If you have anything important to do, this is not the day to do it. Although I know this is reality and this is life and we don't always have the luxury not to do things. So if you have to, in terms of any important paperwork, any important 
contracts, major life decisions, please, please, please go slowly and take your time because this is one of those things where your judgment can be clouded. Um, there's just a fogginess. There is an inability to see the details in a lot of things. There can be things, things can just get misconstrued so easily with this transit. So you just want to make sure that you're going into the right situations and you're making decisions that are going to help you in the long run. This is where communication can go wrong with people too because things get misunderstood. Mercury is in shadow right now too. So this one will come back around to bite whomever if something goes wrong. So if there's any missteps or miscommunication or things are said the wrong way, or again, anything is signed wrong, this is all gonna come back around when Mercury goes retrograde and Mercury's gonna be in that square with Neptune back and forth for a bit. So this is gonna be coming back around about a good three times. So you definitely just wanna make sure you're not having to revisit this over and over again, although that can definitely happen with this. So it's just something to be aware of. Just don't believe everything you hear. Be aware of scams and deceptive people because that comes up a lot in this energy. It's going to come up often with all these squares and this mutable energy that's going on. So just something you really want to be aware of when it comes down to this. And then that same day, Saturn is going retrograde. Saturn went into shadow about three and a half months ago on February 14th. So think about what kind of Saturnian themes have been popping up in your life over this last three and a half months. Where have you been trying to become more responsible in your life? Where have you tried to learn discipline in your life? Where have you been trying to set healthy boundaries with others? With Saturn retrogrades, it's about getting healthy structure in your diet. It's about becoming solid, becoming stable, making the right types of commitments in your life, and really just getting your shit together is one of the most important things within this transit. So if you've been working on most of these things, been becoming clear to you that these are things that need to be polished in your life and mastered in your life, then this is going to be your opportunity to take care of these things under this retrograde and under this review. This is a retrograde that lasts about five months or so. So you're going to have the time to create a new structure in your life and go after the stability that you're craving and that's necessary for you to have a balanced life. Saturn goes direct on the 10th of October and it will be out of its shadow, shadow direct January 15th of 2022. So things will definitely be interesting with this retrograde and hopefully it gets you the stability that you need in your life. I have a full post on my blog about Saturn retrograde and everything you need to know when Saturn is retrograde in transit and I will put a link to that in the description box below. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.